Thank you very much, my dear listener, for choosing our station. This is the New Life program coming to you from Adventist All Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Today we'll be having a Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. Thereafter, we'll be having Pastor Paul Lahonya conclude on the unpardonable sin during the Bible segment. To start off, here's Mlango Niwazi by Golden Gate Choir. Mara tu takopo fika mbinguni Mara tu 
Welcome the Bible and Living Sound to share with us. Karibu. Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want What are you so happy about? Oh, shouldn't I be? No. We'll probably become slaves to his royal majesty Nebuchadnezzar, the new king of Babylon. Uh, the true prophets of God have been foretelling just that. Daniel, I'd like to call your attention to something. Now, look around you. What do you see? Prisoners, like ourselves, being taken to battle. Yes, but, but notice that every prisoner is either of royal blood, like ourselves, or held a position of trust and power in the Judean government. What can it mean? Have patience, Ananiah. We'll know soon enough. Quiet! I am Ashpenaz, master of His Majesty's eunuchs. This is Melzar, my assistant. His Majesty has commanded us to choose from among you those who have certain qualifications. First, those of you who are of the royal line of David, please stand over there. That's us. Uh, yes, come along. We must obey our masters. Those of you who are governors and officials of Judah, please step over there. The rest of you stand here. Now, now each of you will be given physical and mental tests. The court physician will start with those of royal blood. There will be absolutely no talking or noise of any kind. All of you who did not pass the physical test, please follow Melzar to other quarters. We passed the physical... Wonder what the next hurdle will... Shh, shh, shh. No talking, remember? Those of you who passed the physical will be given tests to discover how quickly you comprehend situations and problems, how skillful you are in general knowledge and wisdom, to discover if you are able to learn the Kalian language, and most important of all, to determine if you can carry on an intelligent conversation and mix gracefully with the great and learned men of His Majesty's court. Those who have all these qualifications will be given a three-year course of study then become members of the royal court, helping and advising his majesty. You four have successfully passed all the tests. Now you will be given three years of intensive studies in all the learning of the Chaldeans. As Judean royalty, you will have a special servant to see that you want for nothing. This is he. Take over, Melzar. Oh, yes, sir. First, let's get acquainted. My name, as you just heard, is Melzar. 
And yours? Daniel, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, Hananiah. Yeah. Mishael. Yeah. Azariah. It is going to be a real pleasure to serve you, but uh, we must change your Israelite names to Babylonian ones. Um, uh, Belteshazzar. And you, Shadrach. You, Meshach. And you, Abednego. As for quarters and provisions, you will remain here in the palace and eat meat and drink wine from the king's own table. For some reason, Ashpenaz has taken a special liking to you four. So have I. Oh, there's no doubt in his mind or mine that you will go far in the mightiest kingdom on earth. Babylon. Thank you. <laughs> Your studies will not begin for a time, so take it easy. Do what you wish. <laughs> Call on me for anything you desire. Thank you. Meshach. Abednego. Shadrach. Belteshazzar. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord of Israel is certainly blessing us. Yes. Now just think, here we are, prisoners of war, yet we get to live in the palace and eat directly from the king's own table. And that, my three worthies, worries me. Mm-hmm. The meat prepared for the king has first been offered to and supposedly been blessed by their god. Yeah. If we eat, we will, in effect, be paying homage to their god and showing disrespect for our god. Also, my personal opinion is that such food as nuts, herbs, vegetables, develop the mind and body better than meat, and we're going to need all the physical and mental strength we can muster for the next three years. Come to think of it, though, it's a small matter. Is it worth fussing about? Small or large, we mustn't yield. If we yield in small matters, it becomes easier to yield in large ones. And we do know it would be better if we didn't eat the king's meat. Uh, I shall ask Ashpenaz for permission to eat only nuts, herbs, vegetables, drink only water. I'm sorry, I really am that Ashpenaz said no. He's afraid a diet of vegetables and water will make you pale and thin. He's fearful lest the king blame him and chop off his head. I appreciate and understand his feeling, but may I suggest, Melzar, sir, that you test us and see for yourself. Give us pulse to eat, water to drink for just ten days, then compare our countenance with the countenance of those who have eaten from the king's table. Fair enough, Daniel. It shall be done, but only for ten days. I wouldn't have believed it. And I don't understand it, Daniel. But the days are over, and you four are fairer in complexion and more firm of flesh than those who ate the king's meat and drank his wine. I shall give the order. Henceforth you shall eat and drink as pleases you. Oh, these subjects are difficult, and two more years of study yet to go. I don't know, Daniel, if I'll make the grade or not. These subjects are deep and hard to understand. I could still oh, I doubt if we have anything to worry about. Not so long as we study hard, do all we can, and remain true to God. He'll give us understanding and knowledge. The three years are up. Now the most difficult task of all lies ahead. The examinations. Oh, you have nothing to worry about. You four are by far the most industrious, sincere, considerate, and kind men I have ever known. You will pass the examinations with honors. I know it. Long live Nebuchadnezzar, King of Babylon. Well, well. So you are the four that I've been hearing about. 
You haven't been told, have you, how you fared in the final examinations? No, Your Majesty. Good. I wanted to tell you myself. Well, you passed. <laughs> Thank you, Your Majesty. I sent for you because I, I desire to know how you did it. We, we just did the best we could, Your Majesty. <laughs> the best you could? <laughs> the best you could do was ten times better than any of the others. You're ten times wiser, quicker to understand, more gracious... I want to know how you did it. We just studied, Your Majesty, and did our best. The Lord our God did the rest. He gave us wisdom and understanding. Your God did this? For you? Why? Because, Your Majesty, we worship him, obey his word, and reverence and trust him in all things. Were it not for our God, we would be his mere children among the wise men and princes of Babylon. I wish all my court members were children like you. <laughs> Ten times wiser. Unbelievable yet true. Ten times. I hope that you've indeed enjoyed that story from the Bible in Living Sound. Remember to send us your views, comments, or questions about the program by writing to the producer, Adventist Soul Radio, P.O. Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through awrnairobi at ak.adventist.org. Let us now listen to Golden Gate Choir with the song Siku Amboy Yesu Alefufuka. Siku Amboy Yesu Alefufuka Shida ili tokia Ya 
kajazwa na hofu nyingi viongozi wote na makuha Yesu kama mimi Yesu sasa Yesu itawana watu joni yote kwangu sauti ambayo inavutia inayosikika sikia siki wote walitetemeka wakajazwa na hofu nyingi viongozi wote na makuhani kama mimi sikia siki wote walitetemeka This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I hope you're enjoying the show from wherever you are. It is now time for the Bible segment. Join me as I welcome Pastor. Dear listener, today again we want to look at the unpardonable sin. Jesus has made it very clear in Matthew chapter 13 verse 31 that all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit shall not be forgiven unto men. How then does one commit this unpardonable sin against the Holy Spirit? Dear listener, I want to tell you that it is by rejecting the Spirit's appeals when he speaks to us, either directly to the heart or through the word of God. This rejection of the Holy Spirit's work in our hearts usually comes by degrees. It is like a person's failing morning after morning to get up when the alarm goes off until finally he does not hear the alarm ringing anymore. It is the small hole in the dike that finally opens the way for the flood. It is the tiny scratch on a child's finger that becomes infected and finally even causes death. And so it is with sin. It is therefore important, dear friend, to note that even Christians can be in danger of committing this unpardonable sin, for it can come by neglect, by repeated failure to heed the call of duty, Therefore, we are advised in our lives that every ray of light that is rejected, every warning that is despised or unheeded, every simple passion that is indulged, every transgression of the law of God is a seed sown which yields its unfailing harvest. One sinful desire which is persistently cherished, 
will eventually neutralize all the power of the gospel even in a Christian's life. The conscience that we have becomes hardened like the feet of a barefoot boy, tender at first, but later becomes so hard that he can run across the fields without even feeling the effects of the rocks. Likewise, when we shut ourselves to the conscience, to the voice of the Spirit of God, our conscience become hardened against the pleadings of the Spirit of God. Beloved, this is the sin that grieves the Holy Spirit. It is the sin that drives him away. This sin that is not pardoned because the sinner feels no need of even asking for pardon. His refusal to follow the Holy Spirit's leading will continue until he hears that small voice no more because the Holy Spirit will be pleading with him no longer. My dear listener, sin differs with the individual and also with the occasion. To some it may be lying or stealing or weakened morals. To others it may be Sabbath breaking or it may even be evil speaking of ruining the name and reputation of others. God may not forgive if the one sinning has lost the desire to be forgiven. And if God cannot get through to the heart by his spirit, there is nothing more that heaven can do for you. When that happens in your life, my dear friend, the Bible says in Proverbs 5.22 that you have been holden with the cords of sins. Such a person is resisting the spirit. Such a person will have quenched the spirit. Such a person will have come to the place where he actually believes a lie instead of the truth. So my dear friend, if there is some sin in your life, if there is some truth from God's word you have not been willing to follow, please do not delay. Respond to the Spirit of God as He speaks to you today. Do not delay any one day longer, even one hour longer, not even one moment longer. Come to Jesus. Open your heart to his Holy Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to point out the sins in your life. Confess them. Cry over them. Plead for forgiveness. And God will forgive you. And his Holy Spirit will continue to work in your life. May God bless you. We have come to the end of our show for today. Please send us your views, comments, or questions about the program by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 422-76-100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. 
I've been your host, friend and presenter Samuel Mang. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed. Kisha poke mbinguni Fura wani mbindi Wake moko Sijuja kapofika mbinguni Tuta mbia Mbwaza shongwe Tumusifu Moko si Yesu Tuta poke Ataji kwa Yesu Mara tuta kapofika Mbinguni Tuta mbia Mbwaza shongwe Tumusifu Moko si Yesu Tuta poke Ataji kwa Yesu Mara tuta kapofika Mbinguni Tuta mbia
tutapokea taji kwa Yesu mara tutakapofika mbinguni wake tutamwimbia nyimbo za shangwe tumsifu mwokozi